What up? What up? What up? Strictly Podcast. My name is Randy Little. Uh, once again, episode 107. Um, last episode, Knock at the Cabin. Spoiler heavy. This episode, similar. We almost got a full squad. It's myself, of course. It's Rocket, who held me down for the last two. And then Sigmund Cinema has returned. Uh, so Nick still need his money. Um, that's cool, though. Uh, I sound like I'm talking shit, but I'm just poking fun. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania has come out. The whole episode was supposed to be spoiler talk. We do spoil. So if you have not seen the movie, do not watch and or listen to this episode. We do definitely spoil the movie. But we also touch touch upon some other things um, that actually in the last couple episodes we've, we've brought up. But and we react to Super Bowl trailers. But yeah, another fun episode. A quicker episode than normal, but we uh we we still covered what I think is a lot of stuff. Uh, the last couple weeks theatrically, the weekend of the tenth of February, um, Magic Mike's Last Dance was in the theater. Um, your Place or Mine was on Netflix. That's Aston Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. And then Somebody I Used to Know, starring Allison Brie, is on Amazon Prime. Obviously, this past weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, on physical media, the last couple weeks. Right after the last episode, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever came out on, on 4K, Blu-ray, um, Legion of Superheroes, the most recent DC animated movie, also came out. Spoiler alert with Jim Parsons came out. This past Tuesday, The Fablemans from Steven Spielberg came out. Di uh, Strange World, the most recent Disney animated release. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, John Bernthal show, American Gigolo, got a Blu-ray. The House Party remake after like six weeks, got a Blu-ray. And upcoming this Tuesday, Empire of Light, the most recent Sam Mendes release, is coming out. The Inspection is coming out. And then the Tuesday before the next episode, looks like you got some Rocky 4K... Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is coming out. Training Day 4K. Um, Leica looks like they're getting some upgrades. It looks like some 4K steelbooks. The 60s, it's either 60s or 70s. Like the oh, super OG Batman cartoon is getting a uh, physical release. Devotion with Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell is coming out. I Want to Dance with Somebody, the Whitney Houston biopic is coming out. Upon return, the homies will come through. We'll chop it up. Hope y'all enjoy. 
It's Rec League. Hey, we back. Maybe a day early, depending on when you're hearing this. Maybe a dollar short, because I'm broke as fuck. Uh, but uh, we, we, we got more than two this time. So look who decided the show. Eric. <laughs> yeah, what up, man? No excuses. <laughs> How them paychecks while you was bailing on this family? Um, yeah, they, they okay. The people I work with are still stupid, but the paycheck's okay. I can't keep a straight Ooh. face. If I had to work on a Saturday, I wouldn't be here either. Yeah. Um, Rocket, what up? What's up, what's up? I'm going to need you to use the dry erase board for this episode because <laughs> your, your voice is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing this all love. You got the, the, the Barry White going at you. Yep. <laughs> the sweet side. Will out there in Rick League podcast <laughs> land. Uh, first things first, we going to talk about these Super Bowl trailers. Oh, no. What y'all think about? So when did the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer play? Because that was like the one I didn't see. Same. Um, that was earlier on. It, that had uh, in first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I thought. Because I was probably too busy like gushing over the Flash trailer. Flash trailer was great, but it showed way too much. Like it, we already knew all the shit that they showed, but like Joe Schmo like driving past me and fucking on the way to work. If he knows a Flash movie's coming, he doesn't know fucking Zod and two different Batmans and Supergirl and, and right. that motherfucker probably cry that she's Hispanic with black hair anyway. <laughs> I just hope, I just hope they didn't show in those trailers like everybody's you know raving about you know the Flash trailer. All that I just hope they could do somewhere it's like those were all the best parts or scenes of the movie Facts. that these two together. Uh, they better not be. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny? I actually want to see. Obviously, I want to see Michael Keaton in the as Batman, but I want to see what they do with him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that that that's what I, I really want to see. If they give him um, um a lot to do with with that. For sure. But yeah, no, the trailer was like you said. They what they come out in June. Yeah. So it's probably two more trailers. Dude, we don't need two more trailers. I know, you know, you know they're going to do it. They gave us yeah. three trailers in one. Yeah. The sad part is by the time the movie comes out, if they drop another one or two, like you're saying, Eric, mm. I mean, you could just piece all those trailers that they put out. There's your movie. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. But, yeah, because there's another movie. I'm, I don't know if we're going to talk about it. Um, I think they've shown a final trailer for a certain slasher movie, but because there's and there's threats of leaks coming out. I'm like, man, I hope. Yeah, I'm not gonna look at anything else until that movie comes out. Did we get a scream? But first, let's hit on that one. Did we get a scream trailer during the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Okay, then we're not talking about it. Yeah, no, I'm just which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, because it comes out two weeks. They marketed they marketed the last one as Scream. And they're not calling this one Scream Six. They're still calling it Scream. Cause they cut yeah, the stupid N, the M. Yeah, but, to a V uh, Roman numeral six. Paramount is pissing me off. You're not clever. 
Yeah, but no, the, <laughs> the Flash. Um, so, yeah, and everybody, I don't know if you're going to get on um, the Ezra Miller debacle, but um, oh, dude, yeah, it looks like they have a good movie. And I just I don't want Ezra Miller recast because of all his personal bullshit. Oh, he's mental. No, bro. (laughs) Like you choose to break into somebody's house. That's not a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. You choose to choke a bitch in a club. That's not a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. so like yeah like i want to recast <laughs> just because i didn't i didn't i've never been a fan of ezra miller's especially as the flash oh interesting but uh yeah i could see james gunn like he's just like me when i got fired from marvel i i feel mm-hmm. sympathy so i yeah i don't know I, i've wanted a flash but- movie since i was a kid so like personal shit behind the scenes shit aside like i'm very excited yeah, it's crazy. It's the the very first yeah official Flash movie, right? I mean, up theatrical. In, yeah, up theatrical, until twenty seventeen, yeah. if you weren't fucking Batman or Superman, if you got a movie, it mm-hmm. fell on its face. Green Lantern, Jonah Hex, Steel. <laughs> yeah, what here? Crazy, crazy. Uh, back there, they announced the Flash with Ezra Miller. After episode one, season one of the Arrowverse, The Flash. That's how long this thing has been going on for. So they've had a whole series now coming to an end. And now the damn movie's going to come up. (laughs) But it was... It was originally announced, hey, The Flash is coming summer 2018. And uh, I kind of halfway believe that they went to like the heads of the CW, whoever runs DC TV, whatever, and was like, "Hey, this movie's coming. The show needs to end." Hmm. Uh, yes. I don't know how many seasons is nine. Flash in. Nine. Nine. Wow. Last season. Nine. Yeah, That's exactly. pretty good. Nine. Your favorite player, yeah. Tony Romo. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they also. They showed a Transformers trailer. It didn't feel like we got a lot of new stuff, but it still looks like yeah, a cool no. movie. Yes. Um, now, who's directing that? Uh, uh, his name? S- Cable? Stephen Cable. Yeah, do yeah, the, directing Cable. Creed 2. Yeah. I don't know. It looks a second one without Michael Bay directing. So it's immediately better. Got <laughs> yeah, some fresh, uh, fresh blood in there, but it looks good. We'll see what happens. No pigeons are going to get hurt in the making of this movie. <laughs> uh, what else they show? They, uh, we got a trailer for Air. That was the most surprising one to get the Air trailer during yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. They showed that when I saw that on the big screen the other night. That yep. looks like... I did too. It's going to be um, uh, yeah, a good movie. And mm-hmm. we were talking about... I mean, it's by design how they're not showing who's playing Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's not even in a movie, but nah, I don't see that happening. You gotta have you gotta have Matt Damon and probably Phil Knight, Ben Affleck, in a meeting with whoever's playing MJ. Yeah, I think that's gonna be probably the big scene toward the end or something um, to convince him because that's a, that's a good story. I don't know how familiar you are about it, but I just know yeah, Viola Davis looks nothing like his mom. Yeah, she's Viola Davis. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. 
right. They don't care. Facts. Uh-uh. She probably got her another Oscar nomination in the bag with that role. Hopefully. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and um, it's always good to see Chris Tucker. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I was I, I was happy to see him in that trailer, yeah. Yeah. I doubt it, but I hope, like, Chris Tucker and Mar- Marlon Wayans have, like, one scene together. Yeah, and Marlon Wayne's still on his dramatic, um, dramatic thing. Hey, bro, he did a TV spot last year that I'm not going to tell y'all what it was. No, it, I know. It was, and it was good. It was very good. Yeah. I'm I'm going to guess that he's coming back this year. It right. Was, it was very good. Yeah. But, yeah, Air is pretty good. Who else is in there? My boy is in there, Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. Never heard yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah, was they we trying to get on a level with um smartless straight up, <laughs> straight up. I hate to say that I might be the Will Arnett in that equation. Oh, good. <laughs> Will Arnett, that's just that look at advertising a whole other podcast. Thing. Straight, hey, <laughs> Reese's. As if they don't have enough advertisements on that. Reese's show. GMC, what up? I'll be the new spokesman. No, hell no, nah, Jordan. Since we were talking about it off, of yeah, Jordan brand. <laughs> but yeah, uh, air looks uh, really good. I'm gonna be yeah. The ticket is bought for that one. Uh, this, I'm blanking. Do they show anything else? I don't know. Everything they mostly showed, we've already like the Transformers. We've seen mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even technically, they didn't show the whole Flash trailer. They released uh like oh yeah yeah during the game yeah. they like really like modified yeah, the like, full trailer full trailer available uh, yeah. online i hate that shit yeah but no what other movies um yeah that's crazy because <laughs> i guess it was nothing noteworthy we can't really remember i swear i was thinking that the day after like there were no like memorable commercials like there's usually like doritos or budweiser or something that everybody's talking about at work the next day and it's like this year like all the trailers were whack yeah. The best commercial they had was that Tubi one at the very Yeah, and you, and you missed that was it. Good. You missed I've it. seen it like four good. times since, though. I don't have Tubi, yeah. so I was never like but, you know, psyched in, out. In the, in the moment. In the moment. In, you like, in the moment, dude. Because I, I was at a bar, and I'm not going to mention this bar. That's funny. That, yeah. And everybody's like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> they talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. A, but like, yeah. I somebody sat on the remote. Back no. Home, I'm like, my remote on? was in front of me. I don't have Tubi. I was just, just <laughs> I was just watching. I was I, I just, I just wish you would have seen it. It, it would I swear it would have got you. Just the way it happened. It was just so yeah. well done. Yep. <laughs> and they had the real commentators there, Greg Olson yeah. and um, um, so, they, they did they that shit with it. the, they did that shit with the flag football commercial too. Oh, they did. Yeah, they had Aaron Andrews uh, interviewing the girl, and she and she tried to get her flag, but then she took off, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's chasing her. But yeah, what was it? Um, speaking of, um, man, Ben Affleck was all over. Um, Super oh Bowl yeah, that was good. A, that was probably the yeah, best commercial. The Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, when J Lo rolled up. Is this what you do when you say you're on work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's funny. We got two movies and a and a franchise restaurant commercial. Yeah, yeah that's be good. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's guess that's it. That's that's crazy. All right. Before our first break, we got about twenty minutes. What did y'all think of Quantum Mania Rocket? Yeah. It, 
it was decent. I gave it, I gave it a seven out of ten. But before we get into it, certain things like we spoke all, you know, early off air, were kind of knocked it down a peg. At one point, I was lower. Then that's a big ass peg. You know, it is. <laughs> it made it for it towards the end again, but there were certain things I could see why critics gave it the scoring they did. Yeah. I, I you know. I give it. I would give it a positive review, but I can see why it's fit, almost pretty much fifty-fifty. But at the end of the day, I, I would, I would vouch for the movie. Is it or is it not the weakest of the three Ant-Man movies? Yes, mm. I, I think so. And it shouldn't have been. I agree. Remember, people don't like change. Remember, Ant-Man One was a heist movie, comical. You had Michael Pena and that crew. You had his crew. You know, part two, still, you know, comical. The crew's still there. The thing is, this is, you know, everybody knows your Iron Man trilogy, your Captain America trilogy. Thor starting to become, at when Ragnarok hit, oh, it's going to be the comedy aspect of it. You know, Doctor Strange is more like the wackiness. So is Guardians. Ant-Man is always comical. And yet, this was more serious. And that probably might have thrown people off that, they're waiting for those, you know, comedic beats. It started off Some, super goofy, though. It did. Yeah. It did. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you guys seen uh, Strange World on Disney Plus, the new animated movie that just dropped. Oof. I felt like it was Star Wars and that combined, <laughs> and they just threw Ant-Man in there. Yeah, it's, um, I see what you mean about it. Randy, you like this, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, he's. I did say Star Wars, but I said Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Nah. If you watch Strange World, you'll see what I was saying with the yeah, creature yeah. stuff. Because the, the stupid, the stupid, I have holes character was definitely yeah. for Strange World. I felt like that was Jar Jar Binks's cousin. <laughs> like, <laughs> you cut to the core of me, Baxter. Yeah, it's. It, was, um... it felt re- like it started off and it felt really fucking rushed. Let's like, I I helped beat Thanos. I wrote a book. Oh no, my daughter got arrested, but she's trying to do good and freedom fight for the little guy. And then, hey, we're in the quantum realm. Yeah, it's like that first um that first act very rushed. They trying yeah. to get him. And I I ne- it it never got it like it it never pulled me back from that. Yeah, it didn't give itself time to breathe. Um, pretty much. I agree. And, but I give them credit, um, from, uh, trying something different because it's way different. But, uh, this speaks to another thing. I don't know if it's a, necessarily a problem with the, the Marvel, the MCU movies. There are no, well, ask yourself this. I know Randy knows this. Um, I didn't really think about it. There are no true sequels in the MCU anymore. You know what I mean? No. Because um, cause Thor, Love and Thunder isn't really a sequel to Ragnarok. It's a sequel to... Endgame. Uh, yeah. yeah. And There's like seven sequels to Avengers Endgame right now. Yeah. yeah it's too, <laughs> it's, it's too many. It's too many. I think, what, Iron Man? The Iron Man movies are the only true... Probably Iron Man 2. Going way back. The true way, sequels. Way, way back. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Qu- Quantum Mania is... Uh, the... 
the contrast between um, the audience score and the critic score. Critics, forty eight percent. The audience score is eighty four percent. Normies. And and people are. I'm seeing people on Instagram reviewing a movie. Two out of ten. Okay, if you don't like it, I get you. But two out of ten is something horrible, and it ain't that. Yeah, two out of ten is like date movie. Like meet the Spartans. Come on. Like y'all need to reevaluate your rating system. But um, it's two out of ten because Rotten Tomatoes says it's bad, so I give it a two. Yeah, it, it must be. But no, it's um. Yeah, it seems disjointed uh, for the most part. Like you said, um, the first act is like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And then they get there. And I'll tell you a role. Well, we're going to get to that. Uh, so Jonathan Majors is just already damn near Thanos level. <laughs> Go yeah. Go the way man. like the way that he was explaining. And look, look, look. Y'all fans of the show. I ain't said it at the top because I was slipping. I forgot. That's on me. Y'all saw the last episode. We spoiled the shit out of some Knock at the Cabin. So y'all know we about to spoil the shit out of some Quantum Mania. That's your warning. That's that's your second warning. Because I know I said at the very beginning that I haven't <laughs> recorded yet. But look, he he was talking to Janet. And he was like, she was, she was like, you could murder trillions. And I don't paraphrase. And he was like, that shit is necessary. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just like Thanos. A necessary sacrifice. Yeah, and how he tries to explain um, about time and yeah. So yeah, they have a uh, a lot to do, and it's um interesting. We're still in spoiler territory that the mid credit sequence and the end credit sequence were both dedicated to um Kang. Yeah, and more so, like, the end credit is most likely a clip. Um, yep, from oh, season two. I didn't of, think um, about Loki. That. I didn't think about that. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it was it cool how like, like he was showing the timelines and it looked just like Loki, how they would branch off yep. and splice yeah. off and shit. And uh, yeah, like I was telling my man at work, like we got to get a peek at like the Council of Kang or some shit, right? And we got that. Sure enough. Loki yeah. and Mobius. What's his name? Randy, v- like you said Victor Timely. You know, Thanos was, and Kang, Kang is way more dangerous, I think. I mean, well, he is, but I see him as even more ruthless because Thanos, when he was wiping planets and, you know, population, he thought he was doing it for the good, for the good of the people, because the people that were supposed to, you know, stay, you know, it's half the population to have the earth grow so they could survive. Right. They would thrive. Yeah. Kang just don't give a F. He don't care. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you're all dying. What's the reason? There is no reason. But it's like he's gonna take it. it. Just that's it. Thanos right. also didn't know about no multiverse neither. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, and they have um. So this is this this is the first movie of the fifth. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is Phase, phase Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Phase Four was all over the place. They introduced the multi the multiverse, but um, there was no. Yeah, they. Like every movie was kind of its own thing, except for the multiverse. Um, that's and that's really only two movies, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Spider Man and um, Doctor Strange. But yeah, they they got a lot to to build up, and a lot of yep. people, um, like we call them normies, might not get the the idea of Kang. Can I get two tickets for Ant Man Three, please? Right. 
And I'm, I'm glad they showed the console of Kangs and to give people an idea of what he is. I want to see the guy from Lovecraft Country. He, he's a bad guy in this. <laughs> gotta, yeah, I mean, hey, that's that's what brings him in. Gotta, gotta love that Paul Rudd, Jim Bob. <laughs> but, like, like you were saying, though, Jonathan Majors, man. I think he saved, dude, he's he a saved force. that man. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. True enough. And there was a, even a cameo in it that I, I rather like. I'm like, okay, he's actually trying. Um... But yeah, that, that, that shit wasn't no. He got he got his name on the poster. That wasn't no fucking cameo. Yeah, he was in man. one scene and got his name on the poster because he's Bill Yo, fucking you know, you know Murray. He negotiated that. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, but no, that was there. a pretty good scene. Um, because Bill Murray is real good at balancing um dramatic and and comedy in that scene. You know, he went from being a goofy doing what Bill Murray do, and toward the end, I'm like, man, started to get a little. And I like how he handled that. Uh, what he had to work with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was and it was funny. It was, I wish he was in, were in the movie longer, but um, yeah. But yeah, and I'm curious. Um, like I mentioned off air about the 3D there. Uh, so a lot of people they mistake two things. They mistake bad visual effects for you can tell it's not real. You know what I mean? There's a big difference. Some of this look downright phony. And then, like, obviously, they're not in this quantum world, and there's going to be a lot of green screen. No, the quantum realm definitely exists. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, you know, people will nitpick about that. I hate people. Like, oh, that, that looks... And that's why I'm curious about... Um, It's real hard to create depth when you're doing mostly in front of a green screen. And that's a yeah, big yeah. achievement of um, yeah. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, both of the Avatars. Yeah. You know, people were making fun of the, the Quantumania trailer, talk about Spy Kids and stuff like that. But Spy Kids <laughs> is good, wholesome family content. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I like, um, yeah, it's, it's not a bad movie. I, um, I give it out of five, three. And that's in. So, yeah. That's my two cents. Damn, so I know Nick gave it a three and a half, too, so none of us gave it. Cause if we convert that, that's seven out of ten. That's about a three and a half mm-hmm. out of five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, Peyton Reed fumbled. I feel, I feel like it's 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 a mid-movie, but it's more like mid-lower. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's not great. I mean, is it better than Iron Man 2? Yeah. Is it better than Thor the Dark World? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> So it's not the worst movie. And the thing is this, like they're saying, it's the second worst MCU movie on Rotten Tomato. Mm. I like Eternals. And I think the more I rewatch it, the more you understand it, the better it gets. Yeah. I just think people didn't know what to expect from the Eternals. Nah. I think Rotten it's, Tomatoes um, She made a rather art house comic book movie. Yes. Yes. And, and people weren't really looking for that or wanting that necessarily. It's, it's not a bad movie. Look, check it out. Check it, check it, check it, check it out. What's up? None of the Eternals is stronger than any of the Avengers. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they just not. <laughs> they was they was fighting some some lady in the water ass sheep dogs. Yeah. None of them villains was none of none of the deviants was stronger than any of the other MCU villains. Eternals isn't bad though. I'm telling you, like it's. 
my second to last favorite MCU movie. <laughs> What's the saying? You don't have to be first. I still like it though. Last. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So it's potential. I don't have to win. Uh, we just both have to lose. Uh, potential spoiler. Uh, who knows what they're gonna do with it? So the uh, was it the the mid? Which is the scene where the dude he um got the sword? Was it the mid or the end credit scene out of Eternals? That was in. I think the mid credits was Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah, Harry Styles was on the mid. Yeah. So the end credit sequence where um Kid Harrington, you know, yeah. Kid Blade asks him if he's ready. Yeah, the Ebony Blade. So yep. um in storyline, the Ebony Blade actually um kills one of the variants of Kang the Conqueror. Word. Uh in one of the comics. So who knows what it's going with that. I mean, Blade was supposed to be filming already, but <laughs> Okay. So, so. We we know we know where we know where Black Knight yeah. coming back. Yeah, so that's geeky comic book stuff. Who knows if that's where they're gonna try and go? That's okay. Because because I hope they don't waste Kit Harrington. Like yeah, that. I just hope, and and I'll be blunt. I hope. I think Marvel Disney itself having by Bob Iger back, everything's gonna be better. Because remember, this movie was done under the watch of Bob Chapek. Remember, he was doing some weird stuff. <laughs> getting, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, Bob Iger is in there now, and this movie drops. But the whole movie was filmed all that under Bob Chapek. I think Bob Iger giving the creators back the right to do their movie the way they want it is gonna go a long way because it's just funny how he leaves. You know, Marvel is on the up and up and all that. Chapek is there. Yeah, he'll take some credit for the stuff, some stuff that was filmed under Iger before he left. Yeah. But now, truly look at the stuff that was under JPEG Phase Four. All that was pretty much under, and and that was, <laughs> yeah, trash. Yeah, you is know, it so some uneven? Of it, yeah, I mean, my favorite movie of Phase Four was Shang Chi. I was about to say he must have been on vacation when they did Shang Chi. Yeah. You know, and and that's yeah. the thing. So is is I hope okay. Phase Five is off to a little bit of a rocky start. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed the movie, but hopefully from here on out. Maybe that's why they push the Marvels out from July 28th to November 10th. Maybe they're going to do some reshoots and tweak it up a bit. I mean, who knows? But yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, I just hope this next phase, like they're saying this is the movie that's going to start putting stuff together. I understand what they're saying, but to some people, they're, like the normies, they're lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, yeah. yeah. like, is it though? You know, It's putting stuff together for... Two and a half years from now? Yeah. yeah. If anything, exactly. like you said, it probably made stuff more confusing. Like, oh, there's a bunch of him, uh, the King and the Conquerors with the console. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's a really interesting concept to get across so, that what the, King the Conqueror is. The next Avengers is going to have a million Kangs? Yeah, it's... Yeah, they, they, get, they got a lot of work on their hands. Cause, right. Like I said, Disney, Disney fucked up letting James Gunn go. And when they brought him back, I mean, it was already too late, but I honestly feel James Gunn was going to be Feige's right-hand man that was going to deal with all this weird galactic outer, like all this stuff with like the Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange stuff, this quantum realm. Like that's what, that's, you know, in his pool right there. Look at the stuff that James Gunn, look at the characters he's trying to bring into DC. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all weird stuff. And I think, Feige was prepping him to, to 
boom, go, you know, you're going to be my right-hand man. Once we get to this point in Marvel with these movies, you're going to be my second man, in, second guy in command. And now, Feige's running thin. That whole deal with Chapek, I mean, it's it's just, I honestly mm-hmm. think they had he had it planned out one way, it went another, and I think that's why it's, a lot of it is disjointed, especially on you know, Phase 4, and like I said, Phase 5 is off to a little bit of a rocky start, but hopefully going forward, hopefully everything, you know, smooths itself out. No way yeah. Guardians 3 is a letdown. Nah, I don't think Absolutely so. no way. No, no. But let's break on that. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what to talk about. Uh, I was like, I was like in my head, like, man, this movie is about to be dope. We're gonna be like talking about all the cool shit in this movie, and then it just was fine. Um, I don't know what y'all think about Cassie. Oh yeah, the, the recasting. Yeah, yeah, the recast her her arc. She got a lot uh, to do. Yeah, it's just yeah, it was whatever, and she had her own suit. And... It was definitely yeah. all her fault. <laughs> right, that's funny. But yeah, she was all right. What's her name? The actress that they uh, uh, Catherine, Newton. Catherine Newton, yeah, from Freaky. Yeah, yeah, it was just fine. It, everything about the movie so far is just like meh, meh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I would say this. The best parts of the movie, obviously, was when Jonathan Major on the... Bro, Michelle Pfeiffer was really good in this, too. Yeah. Michelle um, Pfeiffer was good. She got got more to do, and I think it kind of took away from Evangeline Lilly. I was just... That's where I was heading to. It's like, you got Ant-Man and the Wasp in the title, and yet the Wasp was underused. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. She wasn't not. Mm-hmm. And she was <laughs> underused. Michelle Pfeiffer had, which makes sense. Because yeah. she was in the Quantum War for 30 years. She would know what that, right. that. She has all the connections. I don't, I get that. But when you're Ant-Man and the Wasp, and the Wasp is underused, and a side character has more screen time than you do, that that plays a part in it, too. But Michelle Pfeiffer, she was dope in this. Like I said, Jonathan Majors stole the, stole the show. But, as he should know, have, yeah. Yeah. What I is mean, it? Um. How about this? No, go ahead, Rocky. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, Eric. I'm. am no, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A instigate. I'm an instigate. Uh oh. Do we feel like Evangeline Lilly, like off camera beliefs and all that shit, played into like less lessen what she gets to do? Yeah. All right. I can see that. I can Some see that producers or studio, um, like you were saying, probably, like yeah, trim, trim that down, give it to somebody else. Give that line to somebody else. Yeah, because right. people—that's a shame. They gotta um, go like that. But yeah, but no, I was asking um, uh, anybody keeping an eye on what is it tracking uh, box office wise? Uh, no idea. I heard it was off to a solid start. I haven't seen numbers. Well, yeah, they said it was good. It was about ninety-five million that they're expected to make. About ninety-five right. million. So we were talking about another movie, um, because then um, uh, Magic Mike expand, yeah, yeah, which was I didn't get it last weekend. We would Warner Brothers is foolish. That's that's really his own. Um, 
But you know what? Speaking of this, we we feel what we feel about um, Ant Man Quantumania. But um, I want to roll back to the news thing that I'm surprised you didn't bring up. Or did y'all bring? No, this news just got announced when M Night Shyamalan um, signing a deal. With oh, Warner first Brothers. look deal. Yeah, first look deal with Warner Brothers. Yep. I'm not thrilled about it. Yeah, 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 speak, yeah, speak on that a bit, because I know you like just, the work he was doing at Universal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he bounced like like normies. My bad, y'all are what y'all are. Just live with it. <laughs> Touchstone, Touchstone had him right. Six Sense Classic. Motherfucking Unbreakable Classic. Signs Classic. The Village is good, but it didn't do the same kind of critic critic reaction, box office, whatever. So then he bounces. He literally bounces Lady in the Waters at Warner Brothers, The Happenings at Fox, Last Airbender's at Paramount, After Earth is at Sony. He gets with, <laughs> he gets with Universal for the visit, Bloomhouse. Tiny budget, horror, found footage, and then he, he finishes the East Rail trilogy, Old, Knock at the Cabin, Universal. Yeah. I don't like... I, I, M. Night doesn't come off like a dude with ego. So maybe he just sees it as a good opportunity. <clears throat> maybe, maybe he got his bag. Yeah. Any, like, not, he ain't even got to direct. If he has an idea, he can just spit it to him. And that's, that's Warner Brothers. So it's one thing with that, that um, it, which might make it matter or not. So um, the movies you named, I think about four of his most recent movies were technically independent and Universal was only distributing those movies they didn't fund it which was um so this warner brothers deal i guess obviously they're gonna green light the movie and give him a budget which um should be interesting and you know somebody james gunn is gonna try and sell him on trying to make one of those comic book movies that's what i think he the conversation is at least going to happen it's gonna happen but i just i hope he doesn't unless it's swamp thing but we know, like yeah, James Mangold but, is already flirting with Swamp Thing. Yeah, right. It's if it's not horror themed, I just don't want M Night around it. Like they already announced Trap next August. Trap sounds horrorish, so mm-hmm. let, let's let's do it. Yes, I'm just very very promiscuous. Yes, yeah. I, oh, I, you I, said horror. I, horror. I know that okay. you like to be promiscuous. <laughs> but yeah, this yeah that dude. Um, yeah, you. Not to get on that, I know y'all talked a lot about him, um, but yeah, it's 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 cool to see him. Yeah, he's just a hell of a filmmaker doing what he did, and but um, yeah, the specific deal, I don't think they um released it. They just said a multi-film deal. Yeah, first look. Yeah, yeah, first, first look. yeah, first look deal. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't. He definitely been, can't. He's just been doing good shit with Universal. I don't like to see him shake it up. <laughs> if it ain't broke. Yeah, they probably didn't want to. Yeah, who knows with these major studios or whatever. And maybe, and maybe he went He went Kate to them and said, look, I've been doing stuff with you guys. Let's make this legit. Maybe he came to them with like, you know, this is what I would like to have. And maybe Universal yeah. says shop around, you know, it's, it's, you know, remember a lot of studios are still recovering, even though it's been two years from the pandemic, but some studios are, are still recovering. Yeah. It's like the Utah Jazz yeah, and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do what you got to do, we going to do what we got to do. Uh, uh. 
But uh, and it's one more thing I want to talk about. I'm just I'm just kidnapping Randy's podcast. <laughs> what else is new? No, but like you said, it's just we expect it to be, I guess, gushing over. <laughs> but like, what's the name? Buddy from The Good Place, William Jackson Harper. Is he too good of an actor to have such a goofy ass role? Look at my forehead. I can read your mind. Yeah. Like, he, he did well with what they gave him. He did. You know what I mean? It, is, it was funny. And the little scene would stop thinking that. Just stop thinking that. That was. It's the. Uh, it's one scene that people are going to talk about. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What even happened? And it's, it's messed up. Uh, did he. No. Spoiler. Did he die? I forgot. <laughs> no, he lived. Didn't I he? forgot. Yeah. 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 I just yeah, think but... the quantum world was wacky and they went they they went in with that is this is wacky, this has to be a wacky movie. Yeah. Where they you could have done it wacky, but still done it in a different way that was more cohesive in a sense. You know, like, I mean? yeah, like, first mm-hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp, they go into the quantum realm to, to get Janet. And we go into the quantum realm in this one, but it's like layers. It's like it's like a, a fucking skyscraper. It's like, how do we? How, why why are we supposed to just accept that there's all these floors to the quantum realm? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get you. Like like a video yeah, game. Like it's all these different levels that we're just hitting. Well, if you think about the first Ant Man when he falls in, he's going through those different levels. You right? The first Ant Man. You know, so I mean, they just did. Explored, you could see yeah. at that time. You you very you observant. Know, so, like, so yeah, no, it's true enough. But yeah, we'll you know? we'll see what's what. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do um, uh, the one thing I wanted to bring up, just um, Hollywood news or whatever. That's kind of sad. And maybe we'll do a dedication episode um, to uh, Bruce Willis. It's just like man, a man can't catch a break. Yeah, dude, I just, I, I, he's, he's got that Magic Johnson money. I, just, I hope there's something that he can get, get to help him, uh, not adapt, but like live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's definitely a lot. Um, I'm sure, like down the line, you'll have a dedication episode. But, um, yeah, it's just. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real, real sad. It's rough. Sad. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's, rough. it's funny because the first time I ever saw Bruce Willis was in a TV series called Moonlight. Moonlighting, <laughs> man. Yeah. And then he used to, people forget he used to do those Seagram's wine cooler uh, commercials. People <laughs> yeah. forget about Herschel Ali like, and uh, Naomi Harris. No oh, man. <laughs> oh, he wasn't in that Moonlight. <laughs> no. Knucklehead. <laughs> Hey, bro, like, Eric, you old? Uh, who's it? I know you. Sybil Shepherd. Which one of y'all Sybil got the Shepherd Bruno was CDs? Was it? Which one of y'all got the Bruno CDs? The Bruno. Oh man! So the thing is, <laughs> he wasn't a. He had a song called "Respect Yourself." That's me. I don't ask me why I know that. <laughs> Cause you old. <laughs> yeah, he's out of the artist who. In the 80s, who tried to do that, he's probably, because Eddie Murphy did it. Who's the old boy from Miami Vice? Um, Don Johnson? Johnson? 
Don Johnson tried to do it. Like a lot of actors tried to be musical artists. And a lot of them didn't work. <laughs> for no shit. Uh, uh. So people joke about Eddie Murphy's party all the time. But he got a big platinum plaque on his wall. Yep, laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, it, people were bumping that. That song was legit produced by Ray James. We know this now. Mm-hmm. I'm Ray James, then, bitch. We look back and laugh at it because it's, you know, it's dated. It's the 80s. But yeah. A lot of people was rocking that song. <laughs> like, oh, look at Eddie Murphy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what people was rocking the Bruce Willis, but he tried it. I don't know. Go back and look at those numbers. <laughs> but yeah, and it's it's weird. And we'll examine this. If you examine his career, Die Hard was <clears throat> like it's his only his second or third movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, out the gate, I'm pretty much never looked back. And, that was and a springboard movie right there. Yeah, and people don't realize how big of a deal Moonlight was, and it, it was that was a huge show. I mean, it was my massive. parents. I was yep. pretty much forced to watch it. I didn't know what was going on. Same here. Yeah, and you feel bad because oh man, you know when Bruce Willis fell into the the DTV direct to video, like oh man, Bruce Willis just don't give a damn anymore. Yeah, that's what I was telling my wife, Bruce Willis. You know, we, we were all kind of saying, I, I made that video um, at Best Buy, all the movies he had, and, you know, nobody knew, and it's just, but even then, I said then, I'm like, um, I'm like, hey, man, um, money is money. The money you yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> the money you got for Die Hard is the same green money you're getting for this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people like to rag people by doing those direct-to-video movies. Um, Like, yeah. I'll tell you this, if I did those director video movies, I wouldn't be living in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember you like just moved boy, in um, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about this in the future. John Wick 4 is coming out. That's a long motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, the, yep. the, the running length? Yeah. How long is it going to be? 248, 249, something like that. Really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't even um, take a look at that. It's part but, 4 um, and 5. <laughs> Could be, but no, my boy's gonna be in that. Um, Scott Acker, he put on weight. I think that's a fat suit. It, def- it definitely is. Other day. It definitely I'm like, is. Man, but it look like okay. Like, why isn't this dude um, a bigger star than he is? Agree. He's doing these direct-to-video movies, but these direct-to-video movies are like great. Are like really good. Why didn't they put him in John Wick to where him and Keanu Reeves could have a fucking hand to hand fight? I don't know if they're gonna have him do a. Uh, it's called the Fat Dragon thing when there's a heavier martial artist. If he's actually gonna fight in that fat suit, okay. But that'll that'll be very. And if anybody can do it, he could do it. Okay. And it's just like we the people are just starting to see. Like I've been like 15 years been up on Scott Atkins, like the uh, the vampire movie with Jamie Fox. Every the scene that everybody talks about, uh, day shift. Yeah. Oh man, the, the brothers, him and the, the brothers. Boy, yes. The homeboy from uh, Shameless. I yeah. Everybody like give them. Everybody's what? Give them a, a show. Give them a movie. Give them a spinoff. That's the only like thing people talk about from a, a big Jamie Fox movie. So John yeah, but, John Wick Four is already better than Quantum Mania. <laughs> it's a John Wick Four. But yeah, it's um. But no, I was um, 
I'm saying that to say this about the direct-to-video movies. Usually, um, Scott Atkins speaks a lot on how they have limited budget and they have to shoot things quick. But uh, financial-wise, uh, I guess we're just average Joes. Uh, Scott Atkins makes, for two weeks' worth of work, an average of $30,000 a day. Don't call me no fucking average Joe. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. That's my salary. Yeah, 30, 30 Gs a day. For two Damn. weeks of work, and that—that's—that's that's, you know uh, a big actor like Tom Cruise. Are like, oh, that's my—that's my dinner budget. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to say, I just, like I just spent that on breakfast. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's the catering budget. <laughs> oh <my laughs> but those God. movies that Scott can make, like the undisputed movies and stuff like that, the budget for those movies are like four million bucks, four or five million, and and you see the quality of work that they're doing with this. Um, but I hope. Uh, he gets his due because um, I don't know if you know he was the runner-up Scott Atkins for uh, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Batman, um, Batman yeah. v Superman. That would have been interesting. Yeah, you know, his, his, then, his audition then, tape is out there, and they're talking about him. Maybe, like I said, because remember James Gunn's Batman, he already has a son. You know, yeah. so they could have a. They need like a more grizzled John Hamm, not John Hamm, super older but older <laughs> Batman. Scott yeah. Atkins could de- he has the physique, you know yeah. he could do the martial Still, arts stuff. Yeah, and, and but is he a detective? That... <laughs> you stupid. But like you were saying, Eric, Scott Atkins kind of reminds me of another Scott. Bale that that should have gotten his due, and you thought it would be a better, would be a more famous actor than Scott Speedman when he was doing those underworld. Oh wow. What happened to him? Jesus. That's my point. When he did one and two, I'm like, this is great. And I liked it. Like, me personally, I liked him as an actor, but you thought he was an up-and-coming guy. Yeah. And then Underworld 3, they didn't have him. And, like, that was it. He was only in the first two. But the guy had the yeah. physique. He had the look and all that. Same thing with Scott Atkins. And he came back for one of the last two. One of the... It was one that... um those underworld movies where his character was in a movie but you could tell they were obviously hiding that he wasn't hiding. yes it was three it was, the it was three that was three three, three was the yeah, prequel where, uh... three yeah, was rise was of the lichens i think it was daughter, five it's like the daughter got loose when she was yeah. one. He, they, they, they had him in like in a chamber or whatever yeah they, I'm like, man, they, it wasn't him slick. yeah yeah it I wasn't th- him but it was his character but it wasn't him was it awakening or blood wars i watched blood wars last night it wasn't blood. Probably awakening. It was awakening. Okay, yeah, awakening. that was four. It was awakening, then, yes. With Michael Ely. Yes. That's four. That's four. Yeah. But now that's interesting. That. But yeah, we'll see. Um, going back to yeah, man. I guess they got a hell of a story to tell. I didn't realize it was gonna be that long. Yeah, that's crazy. But I can't wait though. Um, it's a, a lot of great talent in that movie. I Bar Scott. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's 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 all I got. Just randomizing. I will say this though, with the Modok stuff and the and and uh, Quantum Mania, when Modok had you know the shield down, are we bringing that, it back now? Yeah. Oh yeah, bookend, yeah. <laughs> bro. Right? I I enjoyed those aspects. Of yeah. It. But when they showed Corey Stahl's face, I'm like, what is this? Like, they, it looked like it was like 
my TV configuration wasn't at the right ratio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, it's funny. It didn't even look like Corey Stahl, to be honest with you. Is that shitty CGI? Or is that how they wanted the character to look? Purposely, suppose. I I think so, too. Yeah, how you gonna. There's no way you can really. The big ass face. I mean, that's Modoc. Yeah. But it was funny, dude. Um, I like Michael Douglas' reaction. Well, both of their reactions. Like, what's his name? Daryl? Darren. 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 Yeah. Like, that's you? Yeah, that's funny. And, like, even him f- getting the signal from Cassie, he's the reason why Kang brought him down and all of that. That was yeah. good. It was any time they tried to make MODOK funny, it was cringe. That was bad. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like I said, I'll be honest with you, I fell off, <laughs> excuse me, I fell off a little bit in the movie when everything was good, everything was solid. MODOK has the fight with Cassie. She beats him. And then when they started that dialogue, even after she won the fight, beat him, everything was mm-hmm. still good. She should have just kept running. Just keep running. You ain't got to go back. Just keep running. When she went back and started talking about, like, don't be a dick, I'm like, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, this was, yeah. from that point on, Modoc was terrible. Trash. It was just terrible. <clears throat> and I think I was, I would have given it, I would have still, gave it a positive review i would give it a six out of ten what saved it was when you know paul rudd jonathan majors get that big fight scene at the end yeah i enjoyed that yeah there's dialogue back and forth because i mean bro he was using paul rudd as a sparring partner and get ready for creed three because he was whooping his ass yeah that was kind of um surprisingly brutal like dude just fist fighting (laughs) yeah 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 i mean yeah and uh, we all know and what i like about it is we know scott lang he's not a fighter yeah, like he can defend himself, but he's not a true fighter. I mean, I mean, he was getting his ass whooped, <clears throat> and then the post and the mid and post credits, you know, those post credit scenes helped me bump it back up to a seven. Because I'm not after when I saw that Modoc thing, that last forty five minutes, anything with Modoc in it was fucking trash. <laughs> Yo, but uh, when yeah. they were both tall, when when they were both like giant, oh yeah, and then she she said, "I want a line." It was like a good Civil War callback. Does yeah. anybody have any orange slices? Yeah. Like a citrus stuff. Yeah. What, he said. Uh, what was I? Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? And that's the thing. Like a movie like that coming out of Peyton Reed, you knocked it out of the park for the most part in the first two. Yeah. And like, like just, like I said, we ain't professionals. We're just yeah. watching this like everybody else in the writer's room as a director you're gonna hear this you're gonna be like yeah we're going without it like what is this shit yeah but you know what i'm gonna say this uh one uh ant-man one and the second one ant-man and the wasp i'm gonna call it the ghost of edgar wright and um because edgar wright cast everybody and you could tell edgar wright um uh, michael pinion edgar wright wrote that yeah, because yeah. you know he's yeah. he's still oh, yeah. he's still credited as a screenwriter. Yeah. That's straight um right down to the the editing beats. That's Edgar Wright all day Dude, when he's telling the story. Th- there was a the glaring lack of Michael Pena in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish he was in it, but you, I understand why for sure he's not in it. Yeah, like no, I said, yeah, there's no reason for him to be in it. No place for him. Yeah. 
But there was um, a little, uh, a neat moment at the end when they're, um, oh. Scott is picking up the cake. And he started to think and think and think. Yeah. I was waiting because, yeah. like, this, this is going to segue into my point. Iron mm-hmm. Man 3, Captain America Civil War, Thor Ragnarok. Everybody loses something. Like, the third movie, the hero, takes a huge L, right? No, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. What did Ant-Man or Wasp, they're or, both or the title character, yeah. who lost what in this movie? I mean, I guess it's not like a mandatory thing. All the third movies, they have to suffer. Yeah. And and they were setting it up like, oh, shit, they about to get trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. But then they didn't. And then it's just, oh, man, they're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I honestly yeah, we'll thought, see. I honestly thought a twist was going to happen where, like, when he ha- when he has the piece of cake at the end, he's like, oh, this is terrible. I thought they were going to stand out and have Jonathan Majors as a different variant of Kang saying that they were trapped and all that was an illusion. That yeah. would have been fire. That's yeah. what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah, they just played it safe. I'm thinking somewhere oh, in there. When, uh, when, in the mid credit scene, when they showed all the Kangs, did y'all see the scroll Kang? Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that, yeah. That was that dope. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was dope. But yeah, we'll it's see. Gonna, Maybe he'll be in the Marvels. It's going to be interesting. And, and I still think, I mean, I, I'm guessing we all three of us agree on this. The Bengal and Miss Marvel and Shang Chi, the Ten Rings, everything is related to the quantum, quantum realm. I'm get that's my guess because because those rings that he was that Jonathan Majors was referring to, kind of look like something out of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna get some kind of connection from all of that. So did I. Yeah, they gonna have to get to it and do it sooner or later. Yeah. Because um, what what's after uh, Guardians Three? The Marvels, November. It's the Marvels, yeah. So it's only three this year, all right? Yeah, the Blade. Only three, that's the, crazy. The Blade yeah. rescheduled, like like I was saying in the chat. They moved Blade, it left a hole in the fall. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is it? Bring It On, Down With Love, The Breakup, <laughs> Yes Man. Which one or how many of these are better than Quantum Mania? <laughs> oh, wow, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, it's Peyton Reed. It's still not out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's hard. That's that's crazy that he's wow. He really made bring it on. <laughs> yeah, is it down with love though? Like I said in my YouTube review, uh, down with love and view from the top. Like they're similar. The way like the marketing or whatever is. I don't know which one he did off the top of my head. And it's yeah. wild too because like someone like Peyton Reed, you know, he does, or any of these directors, you know, Kevin Feige has an eye. He plucks them out. Yeah, they're known for stuff, but now they're known for the Marvel movies. So when you hear these references, like, oh, he did that, or he they did this, it's just yeah. odd because you don't expect that they would do those type of movies because look what they put out for Marvel. You know what I mean? It's just it's a lot of these actors are getting their names out there now because of Marvel. Meanwhile, they've been doing this for. Decade. Yeah, yeah. they've been in a minute, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. So, see what that box office is going to... I don't know. It could probably... I don't think... I'd probably say like $80 million or something. I don't think it'll crack 100 It was a holiday weekend, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah what's, what's that? Holiday weekend, too. Oh, they yeah, say, yeah. They say Friday through Sunday, it'll be around 95 mil with... Uh, 
with the holiday week and President's Day, they say they're thinking 110. That was the projection. Yeah. Three-day, 95, four-day, 110. I don't know. I, I, I think it'll be on par with that. But you also got to remember, as bad as it is, the first Ant-Man and the Wasp opening weekend made 57 million. Right? No that, first Ant-Man. It's a long time ago. That's crazy. Right? The <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one made an extra 19, so it made 76 million. So even if it hits 95 million, the projection is still on the up. So no matter what, it's not an L, no matter what it comes out at. Alvin makes 30 because over four each days. Each movie has made more opening weekend. So, I mean, you can say all you want, but, but like, look, I take a movie like Venom. Critics gave it on Rotten Tomatoes 30%. Deservedly 30, fucking so. 30, <laughs> 30%. Audience gave it, I think, like 80, 45, and that thing almost made almost a billion dollars. That's crazy. Venom sucks. Yeah, but I think the, uh, the other question is um, the budget. Yeah. That's that's the key. This one definitely yeah, had the biggest budget of the three. Yeah, one hundred thirty. And this is made. a problem of a Marvel success. It was so good for so long. Like, I, I I know Rand. You probably still haven't watched this. Eric, do you watch? Have you seen the TV show The Last of Us on HBO? Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of the game. Oh, and, um, same here. Up. Yeah. People were like, uh, to me, I still think about episode three was phenomenal mm-hmm. when episode four dropped revenge of the even Sith. i and my wife shelby we were like well, i was like what do you think she's like it was okay i'm like no i think it was good but you went imagine you take a test episode one you got a hundred on your test episode two you got a hundred on test episode three you blew it out to 400 <laughs> episode yeah. four you got a 98 that's a letdown because you hit the mark on all three but now you're at a 98 well that's yeah, less than 100 yeah. it's that letdown like oh it was still good. It just wasn't a hundred. That's how I feel with with right with this. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. It's how you view it, how you see it, and at the end of the day, is it could always be on the market. When Marvel was so good for so long, a movie that doesn't go to how you think it should go, or it's it's slightly below par. People making a big stink out of it. It's like yeah. this is not what I'm used to. I think now they take something this small, and make it that big. Because, oh, that's, you know, it felt... You take out... It was still a solid movie. If you take out Shang-Chi, you take out No Way Home. Ever since Black Widow, Marvel's just in this groove where they're just good, not great. Yeah. There you go. And people, um... Yeah, people don't know how to have a gray area. It's just good, bad. That's it. Yeah. And people say, how about No Way Home? No Way Home is a Sony movie. Technically, it's Sony. with Marvel. Yeah. Yes, it's in the Marvel world, MCU... But it's a Sony movie. It's a Sony TV. movie, right? Can't really include that. So yeah, we gonna wrap it up. We got another block in us. Yeah, I guess that's it. Stretching it. I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all out here talking about Bruce Willis and and Last of Us. Yeah. That that's that's his whole um, whole little episode. The two of you, the two of you, have covered what we have covered in the last two episodes, Eric Sigmund, that you were not in. Hey, man. <laughs> Bro, you man, you got you got to watch that show eventually. Yeah. Eventually, got it's you. on the DVR. Uh, oh my gosh, Eric, we doing we recording on a Saturday in two weeks, so we can talk about Creed. Or are you gonna <sighs> you, you gonna go to work, man? 
these goofballs. <laughs> I'll let I'll let you know that I, I swear the scheduler for the for the company I work with it is is on crack. You gonna have me recording at nine thirty in the morning? Because <laughs> that's stupid, man. I've been working. Y'all got any more than six a.m. to two? It, oh my god, six a.m. to two for the last three weeks, and she did up and uh, and no Saturdays, and just hey, you know what? If I just randomly throw a Saturday in there, oh, no. and today and tomorrow is stupid because I never. Not only do I not work Saturdays usually, I don't work Saturdays one to nine. Then I got to get up tomorrow morning at eight. Well, I'm like, what? What the hell are you doing? In the words of the great Jack Nicholson, it's time to retire. <laughs> yeah, Feel free to drop in, to. but man, just so y'all know, watching while we out here just ran, rambling on wax still. Oh man, yeah, just put all my personal stuff out there. Yeah, I have a job. <laughs> Next episode is Creed Three spoilers. Twenty twenty three is the season of spoilers. Happy holidays, Rec League Podcast. Yo, 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 quick with it, that boy sharp like Shannon, fucking with me, you'll get your character examined, quick with it, to the dim with it, claim to be down, but y'all ain't never been with it, y'all might catch a concussion, how hard these bars hit ya, I'm not Jewish, but this a bar mitzvah. I'm unapologetically me. The rest of y'all try hard. I coast and have a few laughs. The rest of you rappers can die hard. Good like Megan. Thinking about her naked. Don't none of y'all get the V cause you motherfucking faking. I've done dirt but never had to dig a ditch. You bitches like Netflix. Some hypocrites. Trying to get the last word on sharing the password. Who all canceled their membership while I'm getting these raps heard. I-A-M-R-A- Andy, and I will hang your punk ass out to dry. You ain't never conquered shit, dog. You not Kang. When it comes time to fight, you shrink like Scott Lang. And chill until the next episode.